So, right. yeah, we have a lot of time on our hands, I guess. And that's how you get to 30 episodes. Lucky for you guys. Yeah. <laughs> Lucky <laughs> for the 20 of you who tune in every week. Should I start by pitching that project we were talking about? Oh, 100%. Earlier? Go for it. Yeah. Okay. So there's this thing going on where a bunch of, where, well, like, I guess me and a bunch of other people we know are all quitting the same job. Yeah. And I was thinking about it and how upset with the conditions of this job. I kind of want to make like a little video about it. Yeah. And interview interview our friends about our experience leaving it maybe not necessarily naming the company yeah you know you, you don't have to do that yeah we don't have to do that mm-hmm. but it is you could. i could mm-hmm. but we'll see i think it's a pretty relevant thing for people who are just trying to break into writing or filmmaking yeah it's one of those jobs that is also like conveniently geographically located right near a college and it, it's like sucking in all of these Young people looking for their their first breaks into this industry. Yeah, meat grinder. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And it's chewing them all up and spitting them out with like no, yeah. the, like we've had stories. We've collected a bunch of stories from a bunch of people who've worked there. Definitely. I have my stories. Yeah. Um, I've never even set foot into a place physically, and I have my own right. stories. The way I see it is that if they deem you essential and productive for them Mm -hmm. then you have value otherwise they'll get to you when they get to you they'll pay you whatever they feel like this this and that you know yeah yeah no that's the thing because well well, everyone that they're using there has value like literally has value Mm -hmm. that they're not acknowledging yeah they they play favorites Mm -hmm. they pick and choose who is worth uh, having their time respected exactly it's disgusting. It's predatory. Yeah. And I want to talk about it because I, I just know this particular production, they've just been multiplying on YouTube, like especially over the pandemic. A lot of these kinds of operations are popping up. Yeah, their numbers are good. Yeah. And mm-hmm. it looks like it looks to someone who's trying to start doing these kinds of things as like great way to get practice, great way to get references. Yeah. But it's it's not. What if we got one of our friends to apply to work there mm-hmm. and just get more stories? Whoa, like uh, do the hidden cam? Yeah. Oh my gosh, oh, you know what that good. reminds me yeah. of? It reminds me of when we worked, when I used to work for like this other YouTuber mm-hmm. and he, he tried to get a lot of like secret squirrel footage of like things happening. Mm-hmm. And what we would do, <laughs> we would take literally these, these cups actually and he would cut a hole in them like this big yeah. and he would put a GoPro in there with like a little shiny one-way mirror type thing and then i what i would do if i was walking around i would hold it like this mm-hmm. so that you the little cutout would be there and i would carry it around like this and yeah. i would just walk around <laughs> just all of us have coffee cups yeah yeah, yeah yeah maybe send them in with like one of those uh ray-ban you ever, you ever you've seen those new ray-bans that have like a camera inside of them no i haven't yeah they're meant to like capture footage of real life stuff so you can post it on instagram Ooh. and stuff like that but yeah, maybe we could do that. Ooh, like, a, let's just do an HBO docu series. I'll get yeah. all fired up because of that. Um, they did that one on telemarketers. Oh, they recently. did. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know. Yeah, that. it was a another Danny McBride production. Yeah. But yeah, no, it has. Um, that's exciting. Yeah, hidden yeah. cameras. Definitely. Honestly, all you need, just grab a camera, 
and just set it to audio. Mm-hmm. Oh no, sorry, set it to video only, and then have the person record on their Apple, like like give them oh, an Apple you know, Watch. I think in California it's a little illegal to record people without their knowing. Is it? I think so. We're like one of the states where we can't do that. I think so. I think I don't remember why I looked that up, but mm. it's. I think that's the thing. Yeah. But what I would just like to do is make a video about this kind of thing, just to spread mm. a little awareness and reset people's expectations. Yeah. I mean, my expectations were really fucked. I, I thought I would at least have fun. Yeah, I remember you, know, you going into it with a really great attitude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, I know this is um, this is not what I want to be doing yeah. with my life. But I think you would have had the experience you were expecting because they can keep everything the same. The only thing that has to get better is their communication. It's literally. And also just how they generally see other people. That too. Yeah. I, but I think those go hand in hand. If you're willing to give people the time to tell them what you're thinking mm-hmm. and what's happening already. You're operating on a different level of like, I at least want to keep you updated, you know? Yeah. I mean, it's hard to do sometimes. For example, you know, we're doing these junkets in, in this, this weekend and mm-hmm. it's train wreck. Yeah, time. exactly. I'm not going to lie. I told people I would get back to them and it took me more than three days but I did say I will get back to you. Mm-hmm. I left a little bit of a, you know, I should have updated them sooner. At least that, you know, like these people aren't even doing that. Yeah, they, no, no. Yeah. I was, I mean, just, just to make it more clear, I was working for this company as a, like a, a writer, mm-hmm. a contract writer, really bullshit contract. But <laughs> I was told I was going to be writing a, a script per week. Right. Like that was the goal. Mm-hmm. And then they don't even consistently get back to me after I send them scripts. They take at least a couple weeks before reaching out to me for more pitches. Mm -hmm. And then there was just, it was like every time I was with them for like half a year, I guess. Mm -hmm. And I got so few assignments overall, so Mm -hmm. no feedback from them. Yeah. If they wanted that kind of turnaround, the communication they could have gotten it yeah they, they, they could have gotten it if they cared enough but they don't it's not that hard though yeah <laughs> yeah that's the most frustrating part i could for me. pop out ideas but like yeah. also there was the problem where they communicated so little with me you know as someone mm-hmm. who wasn't working on the site yeah and never spoke to them face to face so they were changing the expectations of what they wanted mm-hmm. with these scripts and then they were coming up with new rules and then not telling me until after I sent them a new script. Right. So like I would say the timeline was like, I would pitch them. I'd send three pitches. Then they'd get back to me like maybe a month later Mm -hmm. and then have me choose one. Give me a deadline of like a week to send the the script to them. Mm -hmm. I would finish it. Before the deadline. Yeah. Send that to them. Assuming they would get back to me on it. And then they wouldn't get back to me on it for another few weeks. Mm -hmm. And then the first few times they wouldn't even give me feedback. So I was never given a chance to revise or adjust to their expectations. Yeah. And then the last couple of ones, they would bunt me way late too, Mm -hmm. which is like the the thing, like the audacity of giving me a deadline and then being so late to get back to me. Yeah, exactly. But then when they got back to me those last couple of times, they'd be like, 
oh, there's some new rules. Like now right. you have a page limit. Yeah. So, which was annoying because for the last one, especially they've always had this thing where it was like everything you write, there can't have any filler. Mm-hmm. Everything has to have a purpose in the script. So I did that and I wrote this 18 page script mm-hmm. and then they come back to me and they're like, actually it needs to be under 13 pages now, which they didn't tell me before. Right. Yeah. The only page guideline I got from these people was 11 page minimum. Yeah. And now they're saying 13 page maximum after I sent them this almost 20 page script mm-hmm. in which everything in it <laughs> was planned to have mm-hmm. some kind of purpose. Yeah. And now they're saying cut a third of that. Yeah, exactly. So, and also it wastes their time and your time. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. It's not even worth it. Yeah. Just like with the, the communication being so bad, the payment schedule being so, That's so funny because sporadic, the way they see it, I would have guessed to them, like the, literally the saying time is money mm-hmm. would really fire them up. Just what you're saying. They just wasted everybody's time. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I also realized, I mean, when I was being called on board for this, there was all this talk about, we want to make the scripts even better than before. We're going to take everything up a notch. Yeah. We're going to amp things up. That's not what they meant, though. They didn't mean they wanted the writing to be better. They wanted it to fit the algorithm better. Like, it literally doesn't matter what I write or how Mm. I write it or how good it is. Yeah. They weren't looking for better writers. They were just looking for more people to... To adhere to the formula. Yeah. 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 It literally doesn't matter how well I write or don't. Yeah. Um, and then, so just like the other firsthand accounts from the people who are working on the set, mm-hmm. just the kinds of things that happened, both cast and crew members, yeah, the the things that I've heard, I would really like to talk to these people. Yeah, that's true. Get that recorded because I think at this point all of us have quit. Oh, for the most part, yeah, yeah, we have enough people for like a documentary. Oh, <laughs> you know who have a great story for us? Who? If he was willing to talk about it as vague as possible, mm-hmm. uh, probably the guy who was supposed to be our camera guy. I was just project. thinking that. Yeah, 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 yeah. We were talking to him on like set. Yeah, not too long ago, and he was telling us some crazy stories. To which I was like, "Whoa, that's a huge problem." We should definitely yeah. talk to him. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah. Yeah. So keep a lookout for that, you know. Maybe we'll start. Maybe that'll be like a first video on, on our YouTube channel. We do, oh, yeah. Or yeah. something like that. Yeah. Little expose. Yeah. Just like a warning. That'd be fun. For yeah. all, all of the writers and actors and aspiring yeah. crew members and stuff. I've, I've been on documentaries. I could definitely like replicate it and like yeah. make it look nice yeah. and shit. Oh, that'd be fun. That'd oh be fun. Do, <laughs> take, taking ourselves that seriously. Yeah. Doing some like Netflix style editing or yeah. whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that'd be fun. Yeah. In the Bay Area. There's <laughs> Anna. That's so funny. Oh yeah. my gosh. We'll do our voiceovers too. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of that though. Yeah. I was talking about the, um, the pseudo press junkets that we're doing for mm. train wreck. Yeah, yeah. yeah. As you guys know, the saga continues mm-hmm. with this fucking movie. Uh, and I was just saying, it's been almost a year since I first got involved. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. John was so telling fast. me that he, we were talking to some people last night and he was saying he's been working on it since August of last year. Yeah. So I'm slated to do a year two because this isn't going to end till December mm-hmm. for me with him. So yeah, it's going to be a year working on a short, which, well, I guess it's not a short. I guess I, sh- I should stop calling it that because it's it, a pilot. It's a pilot. It's, it's a, a pilot, real yeah. pilot. It's a full yeah. length pilot. Yeah. yeah. So 
but yes, it's, it's been a whole journey. And so we're trying to like step up our social media game with it. You know, we got like a social media manager. I don't think that's what her official title is, but she's great, by the way. I mean, she's given us all these great ideas and we gave her free reign. So she's really running with it. And I love seeing that. It's one of my favorite parts about getting people involved in a project is telling them, giving them just a, a general guideline. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And just having them run with it. Yeah. And especially when it comes to creative stuff like this. So we thought it would be fun. There is no press. No, no like yeah. no one is stopping by. It's not like E or something like that. But we thought it'd be really fun to interview all of our crew members about their experience. Especially because in real junkets, you don't interview the crew at all. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. my train wreck is so about movie, small time movie culture that I figured, you know, that, that sounds like a good move. You know? it does, yeah, it does make sense. Yeah, we got like our, our G&E team to come and buy. We got our stunt coordinator coming by, all these really cool people, yeah. our team, stuff like that. Would you say like you guys are trying to appeal to the local scene a lot with this? Like, yeah, a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I think we're just trying to prove at this point we're trying to have fun. Mm-hmm. You know, I think I think I lost sight of that for a second. Just with everything that was happening in the last couple of months. I mean, we're getting back to the fun stuff. Yeah. Just trying to appeal to that audience and making it look fun. Mm-hmm. to see to watch you know and we watched the rough cut it's pretty fun to watch you honestly. showed you showed me i think you showed me like a third of it yeah because so my internet connection was bad. yeah but yeah it looks great and mm-hmm. i like the way it flows for sure yeah the pacing of uh that one scene we, we have this comedic scene with the protagonist and the protagonist's dad that's yeah. come out really well yeah yeah, yeah. um i think Shout out to Dillip. Yeah, he's he's great. Great actor. Definitely. Oh, my God. Very, very lucky we got him. 100% committed to the whole thing. Mm-hmm. I was reading the other day. I don't know if it was Jim Carrey who said something like this, but it was what makes comedy good or whatever. And he was saying that as long as the person really takes it serious, like serious, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? It has to really become their world. And that's how it is. I mean, the material has to be good too. Yeah, yeah. But as long as they believe it and they just go with it as if it was their real life, mm-hmm. that's when you hit it. And I think that's exactly what he did. Yeah. You know, he really put himself in that position of like, God, my son is a piece of shit, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? And then still fighting in these really highly opinionated moments about a yeah, Avatar. Exactly. <laughs> Shyamalan. Yeah. 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 He was really good. And hi, editor John here. Robert and Ariel get really sidetracked about audio recording and AV tech for a little bit. So consider this a transition. Editing audio is not that easy. It's very not exciting. I can't, I've been yeah, having more fun sexy. playing with <laughs> with the with the video Definitely. part of it. Yeah. yeah. I remember one time. You know, we we used to during the pandemic we tried many times to mm. get the fishbowl podcast off the ground oh yeah J- just for context it's like a podcast with everybody else that we know on it yeah. that you guys were doing like over discord mm-hmm. yeah, yeah we were doing it over discord and it was like nine people mm-hmm. which you know you wonder why you never see something like that it's because it's a terrible idea yeah. <laughs> and also i have n- i didn't have even now i probably couldn't do it mm-hmm. but i didn't have that much av experience mm-hmm. and so i all the levels, I never even thought of this, but everybody's microphone was a different level. Yeah. It was a different type. Different quality. Exactly. Yeah. And so literally 
all of the audio for every person talking. And sometimes people would talk over each other, you know. Mm-hmm. It was all different levels. And so I had to go in and individually, like, keyframe, like, a piece of audio mm-hmm. and then force it to, to go to a lower volume. Ooh. And, yeah, it was an hour and it took me like a week to just get all of it to sound sort of equal. It's a nightmare. It was awful. Yeah. It takes me. Never did it again. I mean, just to do the audio, I usually, for this, I devote like about three hours to it. Just mm-hmm. get through an episode. Yeah. yeah. Also, I didn't know how to talk very well at the time either. Because I would say that this probably has improved a little bit. Like how oh, we same. talk to each other. Like, yeah. Honestly, I like we've been so more consistent yeah. about it mm-hmm. and i have been wondering like is this also beneficial for my voiceover stuff which is why i've been oh, definitely wanting to try that again and see mm-hmm. see how good that is i know i still have a problem with like but yeah. overall the my cadence and me being able to carry a conversation without having to stop mm-hmm. has become better yeah especially because back with listening to that old podcast I was thinking about releasing it here just as a, oh, you know, here's an old thing we did, but it was so bad. The content itself was good. I liked it, mm-hmm. but everybody would say like a In lot. the fishbowl one? Um, yeah. All, yeah. There's so much you would have to cut. <laughs> it would take you like weeks to try and figure it out. Yeah. Too much. Too but much. fun times, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It worked out a lot better when we did the cabin show oh yeah that was really fun yeah Mm -hmm. yeah let me see this uh, little list i got here yeah oh shit we talked about everything i had on there well (laughs) oh the 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 press thing oh did i not talk about a lot sorry uh i I forget where we left off i was just saying that we were interviewing people who usually wouldn't be interviewed for a movie Mm -hmm. and i thought that was really fun especially the art team i'm really excited to talk to the art team because mm-hmm. they had a lot of ideas and we kind of, I liked the way they were working because Noreen and John gave them a lot of free reign to design the things that they put on screen for us. So three things I, I immediately go to are the tattoos on, mm-hmm. on the Dillup. Yeah. The clown. Wait, who, who, who did those? Sydney. Yeah. So she did. So Sydney did the tattoos and she also did the clown makeup, and I remember her oh. drawing it. I this one it's one of my favorite BTS pictures that I have because I don't have that many, but it's her drawing. She sketched it out like mm-hmm. four different times what design that Noreen would want. And it was just so cool seeing her like sketch it out. Mm-hmm. And, and obviously, the final product was scary. Yeah, uh, <laughs> and it was really good. I love that costume. We have this costume that is just showing up yeah. and. It's basically our morph suit. Yeah. 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 There's yeah. like... Impo- like maybe three people have worn that thing so far. And it's like, what even is that character? Because <laughs> yeah. it was shiny, button-down, purple, metallic shirt. Yeah. And then a hat that's shaped like a fried egg. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. That's it. It's beautiful. Yeah. And it keeps... It, it used to have fairy wings on there, too, but I don't know where right. those went. Yeah. I, don't, I wonder where those went. But yeah, that's and we've been sharing that between a few yeah. of our other our other friends and their productions, and I guess it just keeps coming back. Yeah, really fun. It's gonna be our trademark. I'm sure I'll, I'll use it again. If you just need someone to wear something ridiculous, you know, it's always nice to have a fallback costume like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. The real signature weird guy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> to be in our things. Yeah. 
Yeah. I'm so excited for this. Yeah. For the junket shit though. Yeah. You let me know how that goes. Fun. Yeah. I'm, I'm supposed to do one, but like later. Yeah. We're, we're doing everybody who was uh, a writer mm-hmm. or directing, producing. Oh, it would, that's really odd too. I don't, I don't know if you know that John, but apparently our, our social media manager wants us to be interviewed too. Me and you. Yeah. And which I didn't know you knew that, but I was thinking, I don't know. Me, you want to hear a little me? You know, uh, I mean, I had, I do have a lot to say. I guess it, it's it was a whole process. You know, I was I mean, we were talking in the car earlier that you know I don't pretend to be the greatest producer of all time or anything like that. Mm-hmm. I I like to think I know what I'm doing to some degree when it comes to certain things, but one of the things that I get frustrated with when we're doing stuff is that I know I'm good at certain things and most of the things, but, but most of the things we do are new to us. And so there are growing pains and it's frustrating knowing that you're not good at something, but you're trying it anyway. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of where we're at with all these things. We're just, they're just new. And yeah. So but it's it's like a necessary thing. A hundred percent. But it's it's like scary because it's so uncertain. Yeah. Are we gonna pull it off or not? Exactly. It's yeah. always a gamble. Everything's but, so experimental at this stage. Yeah. Oh, that's where I was going with that. I was I was just gonna say that. All I was trying to say with that is that I realized that well, I, I have a lot to say because I didn't realize at the beginning of the project. It's a, it's a full length pilot, right? It's like twenty six minutes. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize that me and John were almost almost not enough to manage the entire thing. We pulled it off, but it by the not by the skin of our teeth. I'm not gonna say that. It was a lot of work for just for two, two people. Yeah. Yeah, it was a lot of work for two people. And so yeah, we'd have a lot to say. Run about running around crazy, mm-hmm. almost pulling our hair out, figuring out things and trying to get people scheduled. I mean, yeah. There's there's, there's a good amount. I mean mm-hmm. if she yeah, if I'm, I trust our I trust Liz. They can ask you about what what was the hardest parts about that, or yeah, what they'd was... have to ask us day by day though. Oh, because every day presented a different challenge. They 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 could ask you like what was something unexpected that happened, or what was what was like the biggest learning curve. Unexpected that happened, huh? I mean, even think about it now. Yeah, I'm like, whoo, <laughs> so much. Let me tell you a story. <laughs> they, they can get a lot of stories out of you, definitely, especially out of the both of us. So yeah, that's that's fun. Yeah, I just like the aspect of asking crew members stuff because you only usually see actors being yeah. interviewed, and I, I'm not saying that's a model that should be followed. Yeah. Uh, it's it's because you know they're the faces of it. They're the ones who are going to bring the most attention. Hundred percent to yeah. it. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I I'm looking forward to yeah. those because our actors are so actors. <laughs> <laughs> you know that's what that's why it came out so good, especially all the stuff with uh, Manasse and Nishant. Yeah, those guys. Again, they just committed. They killed it. They yeah. killed it. Yeah. Yeah. Love seeing them act. Yeah, it was really good seeing the rough cut. Like it's um, they're acting, the pacing, the editing. Mm-hmm. It it came together really well. Yeah. And shout out to Matt Slade. I don't know if he listens to this podcast, but he's a great editor. And and if I'm not allowed to say his name, just bleep it out. But yeah, <laughs> he's he's amazing. I have an update. We mm-hmm. talked last week about the pilot I just sent off for notes and yeah. how I might have killed somebody with it. <laughs> Still don't know what exactly happened with that guy. Yeah. But I think we were doing more than that. I think we were suggesting 
<laughs> oh yeah, no, we were suggest we we're suggesting a movie version of the whole experience too, I, right? Yeah. Where like in I, Minecraft, I, I was the bad guy who was like, <laughs> um, at, uh, making fun of script readers. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. So I, I got my notes back all in one piece. Whoever did them is alive and well. Nice. So good news. It's not cursed. Yeah. I did not. I do not write cursed scripts that hurt people. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. That's, that's the best news I have, though, because apparently my script was really mid. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was very, very mid scores. But yeah. um, that's the, that's the part of the process. I mean, it, it gets easier and easier to get mid to bad scores Mm -hmm. you know the more you do it yeah and i think it's just that reminder that the process is not linear true that part of it is not linear yeah you know the whether people like it or not because no it's not i i it's like i know that my writing skills have gotten better yeah but then it's just you're sending it off and to whoever has their own personal tastes it really is it's almost uh, like sending your kid to kindergarten for the first time. Mm-hmm. You know, you're hoping everything you taught them about being polite and being a, a nice, decent human being translate to the real world. Yeah, but in reality, like they're meeting other kids for like the first time. And yeah. You have no idea how they're going to react. You have no idea how they're going to react to that. You don't know how the teacher's going to, you know, sometimes the teacher comes back and they tell you, you know, your kid is a fucking nightmare. <laughs> it's like, your kid's a fucking loser. No one wants to talk oh, to him. God, a loser. I didn't say that. That's Dang. so funny, though. That's, that's At kindergarten, like, your kid's a loser. I wonder if that's what my parents heard when they sent me off oh for the first God. time. Because if you think about it, you know, what was I learning at home? Mm-hmm. Like, dogs. <laughs> like, all I could talk about was dogs, probably. And then they probably sent me out there. That's pretty cool, though. No, actually, no. I think I got lucky... We were very lucky. I had a built-in best friend who was my neighbor at the time. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. His name was Alexander. Then we made, like, other friends. Mm. Or I, they, they were guys, and then I made friends who were girls, and then they would, like, fight over me. Whoa, really? Yeah. Fight it got me. dramatic. I remember, like, I, I would end up getting beat up sometimes. What? way? okay. Like, they were fighting over you, but you'd get beat up sometimes? I know, right? Like, uh-huh. so I guess my I first made friends with boys yeah and then i made a few female friends and then every day at recess they'd be like are you on the boys team or the girls team what the fuck and then one day i got sick of it i was like i'm not on anybody's team and then one of the boys started punching me repeatedly in That's the stomach funny. yeah <laughs> or they look at you like she's not on anyone's team get her you yeah know? is that is that just does that just happen to gay kids i don't know i don't know what did they know you were gay at the time <laughs> i didn't know i was gay at the time but i'm wondering if that's like a predictor where you just mm. you get sort of caught in the middle of those born things. Hum- born I mean, homophobic. Yeah, like i've always gravitated towards boys as friends first you mm. know i i always am more comfortable <laughs> i don't know they're it's easier to connect to boys than girls and i don't mean that in like a misogyny kind of way it's yeah. just sort of hey you're not like the other girls not like the other girls. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no no it's just i don't know what it is maybe like girls are kind of in a way set up to fail at connecting maybe. with other girls guys are just like animals though you know what i mean you just give them a cracker and then they warm up to you it you really... just have to carry some food in your pocket and that's <laughs> really all it is i'm not even kidding girls like food too i, I bet um yeah, but you can't use food as a befriender. Yeah. It's more interpersonal. That's true. 
Yeah. You just kind of have to be cool. Maybe it's like you need like actual good social skills to make friends with girls. And I didn't have that. I think that's all it takes. Yeah. Yeah. All you got to do is listen. Yeah. I didn't know how to do that. Yeah. So that was probably it. I was like not, I was just an unsocialized little animal, I guess. By the time I got into grade school. That's why you fit in with the boy. Yeah. 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 They're just animals. Exactly. They're my people. They're my first. Running around on all fours. Oh, yeah, I did Making that. Making noises. Yeah. yeah. I would pretend to be a raccoon. <laughs> Eating crackers. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Why are we talking about this? I don't know. Um, but we were talking about notes originally. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, and yeah. So getting the feedback, it, the gets, e- notes. it gets easier. Yeah, definitely. You, you, get, you get used to being eviscerated a little bit. That's true. And you have to get used to that, too. Yeah. I hope that I hit a point where I am getting, like, more positive feedback than... Mm-hmm critical you know because i know like that does happen to some people i know you you see them Mm -hmm. on twitter being like my pilot just got its 13th award on coverfly and you're like okay my mind have maxed out at two (laughs) each well you know you never know some of it is luck it is but but then sometimes there there are people like that well when you write Something that's getting that much Attention. approval, then yeah, you know, like there's something that. objectively good about it, right? Yeah. Um, and it, it is. I'm at this weird point where I know I've gotten better as a writer. Mm. You would not know that from some of the scores I get on these <laughs> things, but it's like I know, yeah. you know, I know maybe, my dialogues. Maybe this is your midpoint, though. You know what I mean? Midpoint. This is your first encounter with the big bad, you know, which is being mid. It's another test. <laughs> it's a, yeah. Yeah. It's the mid test. There it's you go. The yeah. literal midpoint. Yeah. We're in mid. The, yeah, exactly. You're yeah. not at the end just yet, you know? Yeah. This is, you're only halfway through the second oh, act. Yeah. I'm far, I'm far from the end. Exactly. There's like, I think the part that I hope is linear is just my reactions, you know, mm. just, or the time I take to revise yeah, Rick, and yeah. bounce back from it. I, I hope that gets faster and faster because i think you know i've even just over the past year you know i've been doing rewrites for noreen and john i've been doing it for on i've been doing it for that one company i've been getting oh yeah you know i've been getting i've been taking feedback from a lot of people i've been Mm -hmm. told like we don't like what you did there can you do this instead yeah i've had a lot of practice doing that kind of stuff i love that for you i like that for me too because i do feel like i'm gaining resilience at least there's nothing worse than when somebody uh and and this is my experience because i don't write for other people Mm -hmm. and i and i've seldom seldom write is when you show your script to somebody i was about to say show off there's nothing (laughs) to show off but you just you just show somebody your script and they go "Hmm, yeah yeah Yeah. it's good and you go oh yeah is it is it like do you have any thoughts about it yeah would you would you like what do you remember the whole thing the whole thing's good Hmm. okay that's useless (laughs) yeah especially when i don't think i've I've never done this but it must be fun uh writing something intentionally bad and then showing somebody hoping Mm -hmm. that they would destroy it and they go yeah no this is good I think people have done that before. Like I've seen YouTube videos where people like if they're trying to review a script coverage service, yeah. then they're like, I'm going to bring my standards down lower just to make sure they're being honest. Yeah. They win the competition. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it can happen. I don't know. Everything is just so subjective. Everyone has like a different amount that they will allow like specific cliches or coincidences or. Yeah. I guess you never know because I don't, I don't, I'm not saying it's a bad movie. I remember watching the Joker mm-hmm. and same criticism as when I watched Barbie, mm-hmm. some of the writing in the Joker was so ham fisted. I yeah. was like, 
I mean, this is a great movie, but you didn't need to say that. Like, I just, you already showed me what you were trying to say. I don't know mm-hmm. why you have to tell me now. Yeah. Like for some people, some people have a high tolerance for that kind of thing. And some people have like naturally lower tolerance for that kind of yeah. thing. But, like it might ruin the movie for some people, but not others. I think we were drilled so much to show and not tell that every time I see that, I, I always think throw it away, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And the one for the Joker was so obvious. I think, I don't know if you, know if you remember this one, this mm-hmm. line, but he goes, this is what happens when you take away people's free medication. And I was, oh. I was thinking, Ooh, but the whole movie is that you didn't have yeah. to say that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I yeah. Guess. I'm trying to think like there, there's definitely, I feel like I have a high tolerance for a lot of things. Mm-hmm. But, like, I also like bad movies, though I'm probably not a oh, good person. I'm no, not the person to set the bar for anything. <laughs> I think the kind of thing that I have low tolerance for is misogyny. I think that's, like, the big thing that's where fair. I just can't. Um, or, like, a lot of virtue signaling. Yeah. I, I really know about, uh, like, virtue signaling. Mm-hmm. You lose me the second you make, like, a J.K. Rowling joke these days. I'm just, <laughs> like, that's so tired. That's so... That's not even, like, it's not no effort, you know? Mm-hmm. Loses mm-hmm. me instantly. Yeah. Anything that's too... Yeah, the women bad thing is really easy to do. Mm-hmm. Especially when you don't write women too often. Anything that fall If it starts falling into bros before hoes, if it starts, like, <laughs> well, doing that kind of... Um, we were talking about that earlier, right? And I was yeah. I was saying that the easiest way to write women is, as a guy, that's <laughs> bad advice, but I, I was going to say, especially if you want to write fast and you're trying not to put a lot of effort into your research, <laughs> Yeah, all you have to do is write the woman like a man... Yeah. And then turn, just switch the gender. Just, just a multi-dimensional person. Yeah, and then just ask a girl or two what their thoughts are on this character. Yeah, and then you can get their experience, and then you can just fix it to that. But overall, the emotion will be the same as a guy with a girl. Mm-hmm. The emotion is always the same because if you really think, take a second to think about it, everybody feels the same way about a lot of things. Mm-hmm. You know, people have egos. They're sensitive. Maybe they, they... have the same flaws. Exactly. Same, so it's not uh, that different. Struggles. Yeah. Yeah. It's not that different. Yeah. You just got to be a little adept to the nuance, you know, it probably goes for a lot of like writing for any kind of group that you're not actually a part of. Yeah. I know? think the one that you said earlier when we were talking before we recorded, that really struck a chord with me was like a character walking at night. Yeah. 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 That makes a lot of sense. Like a girl could catch something like, oh, she would not yeah. go alone to do that thing. Exactly. Yeah. But the emotion is still the same. She could be upset about a situation happening in the movie. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? There would just, yeah. just be like, she'd do it differently. Exactly. Yeah. 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 So. It's not that hard. No, not that hard. <laughs> yeah. that That's where a movie would lose me if it starts doing like one dimensional females or yeah. Yeah. That kind of thing. Getting back to the notes thing though. Mm-hmm. It's always nice getting actual notes, you know? Yeah. And, and giving notes to a person isn't that hard to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. If you don't want to be mean, you, you just don't be mean. That's yeah, yeah. literally it. The, the worst thing you could do is even if your notes are valid, the worst thing you could do is just be like, your script is a piece of shit. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't have to do that. You know, yeah. all you have to say is just be very objective about it. Just say, mm, you know, the story here could use a little punch up to bleed into this part. Yeah. Or this part just doesn't work. It doesn't make any sense in the context of what you're writing, you know, mm-hmm. 
stuff like that. The, the notes that I got back said that it was very mid overall, but mm. it was very useful because they were giving me some suggestions, mm-hmm. you know, and a lot of the suggestions were related to like my fatal flaw where world building is a struggle for me. I don't mm, like doing gotcha. it too much. Yeah. I don't like create, I don't like dealing with a lot of fantasy, but in, in this pilot there is like a fantasy aspect mm-hmm. and there is, um, there were some discrepancies about like, so how much does this world know about that world? And right. like, how, how do you blend them together better to make mm-hmm. it more believable? So they were giving me suggestions about that, which yeah. I definitely need. Those are really useful knots. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. So still, still recommend ScreenCraft. They're, they're very good. They're very honest. <laughs> some of them have medical issues, maybe. But Sponsor us. <laughs> not sponsored. <laughs> yeah, no, it was a good service. I, I just hope. That what it means for me is that I'm bouncing back quicker. Yeah. I, I, I think is, you have like over the years, I've yeah. seen, seen you do stuff. I think you do bounce back quicker. I think it's, it's part of the challenge where start seeing it as a challenge, you know, where you're like, mm. I've done it before I can do it again. Like right. I've had so many chances these times to be given notes yeah. and improve on something based on those notes or try to get something that the person wants specifically in the script. Mm -hmm. And I've had to get faster and faster at coming up with solutions for these things where like, I know I can do it. Mm -hmm. It's just, I have to, I just have to get in the moment and work with whatever new problem I have to solve as, as quickly as I can. Yeah. So that makes sense. Yeah. So I hope that's linear might not be as linear as you want it to be, but it'll be something like that. Yeah. I hope that's the one year part of it. Like yeah. I know I'm going to get mid scores or like bad scores, yeah. but like, can I bounce back from them? I think I'm getting better at that. Yeah. Well, but, thanks for listening, everybody. Yeah. That's thanks going to be our back. episode. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for coming back. Shout out to Belgium. If you're still out Shout there. Out to Belgium. I haven't checked the metrics lately. Is he still listening? Yeah. Every time. Oh my God. I love you so much. <laughs> I hope to meet you one day. Doomsday Sister Eyes Belgian trip. <laughs> yeah. We hunt this guy down. Oh my God. <laughs> we, That's another documentary for We us. see the IP address. We start doing all oh this no. forensic We're work. not going to do that. No. Don't, oh, don't, run, don't run away. Don't yeah, get scared. I'm, I'm just kidding. I'm we sorry. We need you. Yeah. Yeah, we, we do need you. Uh, and shout out to everybody else. Uh, Alma, I hope you still listen while you work out. I know we were gone for, I don't know how many weeks, but. Just a month. Oh fuck! Really? Yeah, just just a month. Oh, that's not that bad. Just a month. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, not, so, it's not our worst. Yeah, we're back though. We're yeah. back. Promise. Anyway, <laughs> uh, make sure to check out Gabagol Pictures mm-hmm. on YouTube. Uh, follow us on Instagram. Follow Trainwreck Productions on yeah. Instagram. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Train, and you'll see new a bunch content of, coming. Yeah, hundred percent. You'll see new content soon. Uh, we're definitely going to be uploading way more in the next couple months and uh i mean you'll even see when we submit to festivals yeah yeah it's gonna get real a hundred percent yeah thank you everybody Bye. bye